Scripture quotations are from the Lexham English Bible. Copyright 2012 Logos Bible Software. Lexham is a registered trademark of Logos Bible Software. Welcome back to the Daily Bible Reading. This is week 14, day 1. We're going to start our reading in Joshua, chapter 14. Let's go to God in prayer. Heavenly Father, as we read your word today and we see how you fulfilled your promises to your people Israel, we know that you are a God who can be trusted. We're thankful that you have given us this information, that we can understand that you keep your word, that you cannot lie. We know that you have made promises to us, so we know that you will fulfill those. Thank you for your word, that we can understand these things. In Jesus' name, amen. Joshua chapter 14. These are the territories that the Israelites inherited in the land of Canaan, which Eleazar the priest, Joshua the son of Nun, and the heads of the families of the tribes of the Israelites gave as an inheritance to them. Their inheritance was by lot, just as Yahweh commanded through the hand of Moses, for the nine tribes and the half-tribe. For Moses had given an inheritance of the two tribes and the half-tribe beyond the Jordan, but to the Levites he gave no inheritance among them. For the descendants of Joseph were two tribes, Manasseh and Ephraim, and they did not give a plot of ground to the Levites in the land, only cities to live in, with their pasture land for their flocks and for their goods. Just as Yahweh commanded Moses, so the Israelites did, and they allotted the land. Then the descendants of Judah came to Joshua at Gilgal, and Caleb son of Jephunneh the Kenizzite said to him, You know the word that Yahweh said to Moses, the man of God, at Kadesh Barnea concerning you and me. I was forty years old when Moses, Yahweh's servant, sent me from Kadesh Barnea to spy out the land, and I returned with an honest report. My companions who went up with me made the hearts of the people melt, but I remained true to Yahweh my God. And Moses swore on that day, saying, Surely the land that your foot has trodden on will be an inheritance to you and your sons forever, because you remain true to Yahweh my God. So then look, Yahweh has kept me alive just as he promised these forty-five years, from the time that Yahweh spoke this word to Moses while Israel wandered in the wilderness. Now look, today I am eighty-five years old. Today I am still strong, just as on the day that Moses sent me. As my strength was then, so now also is my strength for war and for daily activities. So now, give me this hill country that Yahweh spoke of on that day. For you heard on that day that the Anakites were there, with great and fortified cities. Perhaps Yahweh is with me, and I will drive them out, just as Yahweh promised. And Joshua blessed him, and gave Hebron to Caleb, son of Jephunneh, as an inheritance. Thus Hebron became the inheritance of Caleb, son of Jephunneh the Kenizzite, to this day, because he remained true to Yahweh, the God of Israel. And the name of Hebron formerly was Kiriath Arba. Arba was the greatest person among the Anakites, and the land rested from war. Chapter 15 The allotment of the tribe of the descendants of Judah, according to their families, reached to the border of Edom, to the wilderness of Zin, to the far south. Their southern border was from the end of the Salt Sea, from the bay facing southward. It continued to the south, to the ascent of Akrabim, passed along to Zin. It goes up south of Kadesh Barnea, passes along Hezron, goes up to Adar, and makes a turn to Karka. It passes on to Asmon, and continues by the Wadi of Egypt, and it ends at the sea. 
This will be your southern border. The eastern border is the Salt Sea, up to the mouth of the Jordan. The border on the north side runs from the bay of the sea at the mouth of the Jordan. The border goes up to Beth Hogla and passes along north of Beth Arabah. And the border goes up the stone of Bohan, son of Reuben. And the border goes up to Deber, from the valley of Achor, and to the north, turning to Gilgal, which is opposite the ascent of Adumim, which is south of the Wadi, and the border passes on to the waters of Inshemesh, and it ends at Enrogel. Then the border goes up by the valley of Ben-Hinnom, to the slope of the Jebusites, from the south, that is Jerusalem, and the border goes up to the top of the mountain that lies opposite the valley of Hinnom, to the west, which is at the end of the valley of Rephaim, to the north. Then the border turns from the top of the mountain to the spring of the waters of Nephtoah, and continues from there to the cities of Mount Ephron. The border then turns to Baalah, that is, Kiriath-Jerim, and the border goes around from Baalah to the west, to Mount Seir, and passes on to the slope of Mount Jerim from the north, that is, Keslon, and goes down to Beth Shemesh, and passes along by Timnah. The border continues to the slope of Ekron to the north, then bends around to Shekiron, it passes on to Mount Baalah and continues to Jabneel, and the border ends at the sea. And the west border is to the Great Sea and its coast. This is the border surrounding the descendants of Judah according to their families. According to the commandment of Yahweh to Joshua, he gave Caleb, son of Jephunneh, a plot of ground among the descendants of Judah, Kiriath Arba, which is Hebron. Arba was Anak's father. Caleb drove out from there three of Anak's sons, Shishai, Ahimon, and Talmai, the descendants of Anak. And from there he went up against the inhabitants of Deber. The former name of Deber was Kiriath-Sephir. And Caleb said, Whoever attacks Kiriath-Sephir and captures it, I will give to him my daughter Aksa as a wife. Othniel, son of Kenaz, the brother of Caleb, captured it, and he gave to him Aksa his daughter as a wife. When she came to him, she urged him to ask her father for a field, so she dismounted from the donkey, and Caleb said to her, What do you want? And she said, Give to me a gift. You have given me the land of the Negev, and you must give to me a spring of water. And he gave to her the upper and lower spring. This is the inheritance of the tribe of the descendants of Judah, according to their families. To the cities belonging to the tribe of the descendants of Judah, to the far south, to the border of Edom, to the south were Kabzeel, Eder, Jagur, Kenna, Demona, Adida, Kadesh, Hazor, Ithnan, Ziph, Talim, Bieloth, Hazor Hadata, Kiriath Hezron, that is Hazor, Amem, Shema, Molada, Hazor Gada, Heshmon, Beth Pilet, Hazor Shuol, Beersheba, Biziothiah, Baala, Im, Ezem, Eltolad, Kisol, Horma, Ziklag, Madmana, Sansana, Leboath, Shilhem, Ain, and Rimon, in all, twenty-nine cities and their villages. In the Shephelah, Ashtol, Zorah, Ashna, Zenoah, Inganim, Tapua, Inem, Jarmuth, Adulam, Soko, Azaka, Sha'aram, Adathim, Gedorah, and Gedithraim, fourteen cities and their villages. Zenon, Hadesha, Migdal Gad, Delin, Mizpah, Jokthil, Lachish, Bozkath, 
Eglon, Cabon, Lama, Kitlish, Gedaroth, Beth Dagon, Naama, and Makeda, sixteen cities and their villages, Libna, Ether, Ashan, Jephthah, Ashna, Nizib, Kila, Akzib, and Marisha, nine cities and their villages, Ekron, its towns and villages, from Ekron to the sea, and all that were near Ashdod and their villages, Ashdod, its towns and villages, Gaza, its towns and villages, up to the wadi of Egypt, and the great sea and its coast, and in the hill country, Shamer, Jatir, Soko, Dana, Kiriath-Sana, that is, Deber, Anab, Eshtimo, Anem, Goshen, Holon, and Gilo, eleven cities and their villages, Ereb, Duma, Eshen, Janim, Beth-Tapua, Afika, Hamta, Kiriath Arba, that is Hebron, and Zior, nine cities and their villages, Moan, Carmel, Ziph, Judah, Jezreel, Jokdim, Zenoa, Cain, Gibeah, and Timnah, ten cities and their villages, Halhul, Bethzur, Gedor, Maarath, Beth Anoth, and Eltikon, six cities and their villages, Kiriath Baal, that is Kiriath Jerem, and Rabbah, two cities and their villages. In the wilderness, Beth Arabah, Medin, Sikaka, Nibshan, the city of Salt, and Ingedi, six cities and their villages. But the descendants of Judah were unable to drive out the Jebusites, the inhabitants of Jerusalem, so the Jebusites live with the descendants of Judah in Jerusalem to this day. Chapter 16. The allotment of the descendants of Joseph went up from the Jordan by Jericho, at the waters of Jericho, to the east, into the wilderness, going up from Jericho into the hill country of Bethel. It continues from Bethel to Luz, and it passes along to the territory of the Archites, to Adaroth. Then it goes down to the west, to the territory of the Japhletites, up to the territory of Lower Bethoron, then to Gezer, and it ends at the sea. And the descendants of Joseph, Manasseh and Ephraim, received their inheritance. This was the border of the descendants of Ephraim, according to their families. The border of their inheritance, to the west, was Ataroth-Adar, up to Upper Beth-Horon. The border continues to the sea. From Mikmathath to the north, the border turns to the east, to Ta'anath-Shiloh, and it passes along it, from the east, to Genoa. Then it goes down from Genoa, to Ataroth, and to Naara. It touches Jericho, and ends at the Jordan. From Tapua, the border goes to the west, to the wadi of Kenna, and it ends at the sea. This is the inheritance of the tribe of the descendants of Ephraim, according to their families. With the cities that were set apart for the descendants of Ephraim in the midst of the inheritance of the descendants of Manasseh, all the cities and their villages. But they did not drive out the Canaanites, who were dwelling in Gezer, and so the Canaanites live in the midst of Ephraim to this day. But they became forced laborers. Chapter 17 then the allotment was made for the tribe of Manasseh, because he was the firstborn of Joseph. To Mekar, the firstborn of Manasseh, the father of Gilead, were allotted Gilead and Bashan, because he was a warrior. An allotment was made for the remaining descendants of Manasseh, according to their families. For the children of Abizir, Helek, Azrael, Shechem, Hefer, and Shemida, these were the male descendants of Manasseh, son of Joseph, according to their families. But Zelophehad, 
son of Hefer, son of Gilead, son of Maker, son of Manasseh, had no sons, only daughters. These are the names of his daughters, Mala, Noah, Hogla, Milcah, and Tirzah. They came before Eleazar the priest, Joshua son of Nun, and the leaders sang, Yahweh commanded Moses to give an inheritance to us among our kinsmen. Therefore, according to the command of Yahweh, he gave them an inheritance among the kinsmen of their father. Thus ten shares fell to Manasseh, besides the land of Gilead and Bashan, which is beyond the Jordan, because the daughters of Manasseh received an inheritance among his sons, and the land of Gilead was allotted to the remaining descendants of Manasseh. The border of Manasseh was from Asher to Michmethath, which is opposite Shechem. Then the border goes to the south, to the inhabitants of in The land of Tepoah belonged to Manasseh, but Tepoah on the border of Manasseh belonged to the descendants of Ephraim. Then the border goes down to the Wadi of Kenah, to the south of the Wadi. These cities belong to Ephraim, among the cities of Manasseh. The border of Manasseh is north of the Wadi, and it ends at the sea. The south is Ephraim's, and the north is Manasseh's. The sea is their border. Asher touches the north, and on the east, Issachar. In Issachar and Asher, Manasseh had Bethshin and its villages, Ibliam and its villages, the inhabitants of Dor and its villages, the inhabitants of Indor and its villages, the inhabitants of Ta'anak and its villages, the inhabitants of Megiddo and its villages. The third is Napheth. But the descendants of Manasseh were not able to take possessions of these towns. The Canaanites were determined to live in this land. And it happened. When the Israelites grew strong, they put the Canaanites to forced labor, but never drove them out completely. The descendants of Joseph spoke with Joshua, saying, Why have you given us one allotment and one share as an inheritance? We are many people which Yahweh has blessed. And Joshua said to them, If you are many people, go up to the forest and clear a place there for yourselves in the land of the Perizzites and Rephaim, since the hill country of Ephraim is too narrow for you. And the descendants of Joseph said, the hill country is not enough for us, and all the Canaanites living in the land of the valley have chariots of iron, those in Bashin and its villages, and those in the Jezreel valley. And Joshua said to the house of Joseph, to Ephraim and Manasseh, You are many people, and have great power. You will not have one allotment only. The hill country will be yours. Even though it is a forest, you will clear it, and it will be yours, to its farthest borders. You will drive out the Canaanites, even though they have iron chariots, and are strong. Now to the New Testament, Luke chapter 17. And he said to his disciples, It is impossible for causes of stumbling not to come, but woe to him through whom they come. It would be better for him if a millstone is placed around his neck and he is thrown into the sea than that he causes one of these little ones to sin. Be concerned about yourselves. If your brother sins, rebuke him. And if he repents, forgive him. And if he sins against you seven times in a day, and seven times he returns to you, saying, I repent, you must forgive him. And the apostles said to the Lord, Increase our faith. So the Lord said, If you have faith like a mustard seed, you could say to this mulberry tree, Be uprooted and planted in the sea, and it would obey you. And which of you, who has a slave plowing or shepherding sheep, who comes in from the field, will say to him, Come here at once and recline at the table? Will he not rather say to him, Prepare something that I may eat, and dress yourself to serve me, while I eat and drink, and after these things you will eat and drink? He will not be grateful to the slave because he did what was ordered, will he? Thus you also, when you have done all the things you were ordered to do, say, 
we are unworthy slaves. We have done what we were obligated to do. And it happened that while traveling toward Jerusalem, he was passing through the region between Samaria and Galilee. And as he was entering into a certain village, ten men met him, lepers, who stood at a distance. And they raised their voices, saying, Jesus, Master, have mercy on us. And when he saw them, he said to them, Go and show yourselves to the priests. And it happened that as they were going, they were cleansed. But one of them, when he saw that he was healed, turned back, praising God with a loud voice, and he fell on his face at his feet, giving thanks to him. And he was a Samaritan. So Jesus answered and said, Were not ten cleansed? And where are the nine? Was no one found to turn back and give praise to God except this foreigner? And he said to him, Get up and go your way. Your faith has saved you. Now, when he was asked by the Pharisees when the kingdom of God would come, he answered them and said, The kingdom of God does not come with things that can be observed. Nor will they say, Behold, here it is, or there. For behold, the kingdom of God is in your midst. And he said to the disciples, Days will come when you will desire to see one of the days of the Son of Man, and you will not see it. And they will say to you, Behold there, behold here. Do not go out or run after them. For just as the lightning shines forth, flashing from one place under heaven to another place under heaven, so the Son of Man will be in his day. But first, it is necessary for him to suffer many things and be rejected by this generation. And just as it was in the days of Noah, so also it will be in the days of the Son of Man. They were eating, they were drinking, they were marrying, they were being given in marriage, until the day Noah entered into the ark, and the flood came and destroyed them all. Likewise, just as it was in the days of Lot, they were eating, they were drinking, they were buying, they were selling, they were planting, they were building. But on the day that Lot went out from Sodom, it rained fire and sulfur from heaven and destroyed them all. It will be just the same on the day that the Son of Man is revealed. On that day, whoever is on the housetop and his goods are in the house must not come down to take them away. And likewise, the one who is in the field must not turn back. Remember Lot's wife. Whoever seeks to preserve his life will lose it, but whoever loses it will keep it. I tell you that in that night there will be two in one bed. One will be taken and the other will be left. There will be two women grinding at the same place. One will be taken and the other will be left. And they answered and said to him, Where, Lord? So he said to them, Where the dead body is, there also the vultures will be gathered. Well, it's very good of God to show us how he has fulfilled his promises in the past so that we can have faith that he will keep his promises in the future. And not just a faith that simply says, I believe, but one that will act, act on our faith toward God. Well, until next time, let's keep meditating on the word of God.